Let's take a moment to reflect on what it means to live in the world, but not of the world. As we listen to Elder Neil L. Anderson elaborate on the Savior's invitation to overcome the world and become more like Him. The blessings that the Lord has promised to those who overcome the world are breathtaking. They will be clothed in white and named in the book of life. The Lord will confess their names before the Father and before His angels. Is it possible to overcome the world and receive these blessings? Yes, it is. Those who overcome the world develop an all-encompassing love for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. His divine birth, His perfect life, His infinite atonement at Gethsemane and Golgotha assure the resurrection of each of us. And with our sincere repentance, He alone is able to cleanse us from our sins, allowing us to return to the presence of God. We love Him because He first loved us. Jesus said, Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Later He added, I will that ye should overcome the world. Overcoming the world is not one defining moment in a lifetime, but a lifetime of moments that define an eternity. Praying, repenting, following the Savior, and receiving His grace lead us to better understand why we are here and who we are to become. Those overcoming the world know that they will be accountable to their Heavenly Father. Sincerely changing and repenting of sins is no longer restraining but liberating as sins of scarlet become white as snow. Those of the world have difficulty with accountability to God. Like a child who parties in his parents' home while they are out of town, enjoying the ruckus, refusing to think about the consequences when the parents return 24 hours later. The world is more interested in indulging the natural man than in subduing him. Overcoming the world is not a global invasion but a private, personal battle requiring hand-to-hand combat with our own internal foes. Overcoming the world means treasuring the greatest commandment. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. The Christian writer C.S. Lewis described it this way, Christ says, Give me all. I don't want so much of your time and so much of your money and so much of your work. I want you. Overcoming the world means turning ourselves outward, remembering the second commandment, He that is greatest among you shall be your servant. The happiness of our spouse is more important than our own pleasure. Helping our children to love God and keep His commandments is a primary priority. We willingly share our material blessings through tithing, fast offerings, and giving to those in need. And as our spiritual antennas are pointed heavenward, the Lord guides us to those we can help. The world builds its universe around itself, proudly proclaiming, 
Look at me compared to my neighbor. Look at what is mine. See how important I am. The world is easily irritated, disinterested, demanding, loving the cheers of the crowd, while overcoming the world brings humility, empathy, patience, and compassion for those different than yourself. May we each try a little harder in our efforts to overcome the world, not excusing serious offenses, yet being patient with minor slips and falls, eagerly hastening our speed and generously helping others. As you trust more fully in the Savior, I promise you blessings of greater peace in this life and a greater assurance of your eternal destiny. That was an excerpt from Elder Neil L. Anderson's talk, Overcoming the World. Thank you for taking a moment to reflect with us here on BYU Radio.